0: Hello, my pumpkins. This is Chloe Taylor, and welcome to Authentic and Unapologetic. Here, we explore spirituality and psychology. It is my goal with this podcast to remind you that when you stand tall in your own authenticity, you empower everyone around you to do the same. Oh my goodness, my beautiful pumpkins. Welcome to season two of Authentic and Unapologetic. I'm so excited to be here. You do not even understand. Like I literally took maybe a week off of the podcast. I don't think there was an episode last week, but I am genuinely so happy to be here. I love the new intro. I am so fired up about this community. So for the first part of this episode, I wanted to take a little bit of time just to play some catch up in case you like maybe you only listen to the podcast or you only listen to YouTube or maybe you like follow one platform or two platforms that I'm on. But I just have such like, I'm like, I'm filled, I'm filled to the brim (laughs) with such love and gratitude for this community and what we have built. And for those of you that weren't able to make it, I kind of want to talk about it a little bit. And I will link down below if you want to catch the past broadcast on this one, um, I did do all signs readings for the Zodiac signs on it, and I'm going to pro- probably be putting a recap of it on my YouTube channel as well, at least the tarot portion. But last night, we did a New Moon live stream on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Chloe Taylor, links down below. And I like love today's topic and what we're going to be talking about because it is such a manifestation of today's topic. Like, I'm just so blown away with where I am today as a creator, as a thought leader. And if you walk away with nothing else today from this episode, I want you to feel. As empowered as I do at this moment, I want you to know that you literally anything you want to make in this lifetime, anything, whether it's being somebody that's a leader in your own right, or you want to join some kind of career, or you want to go into a pursuit of some sort, it doesn't have to be career based, no matter what it is, I want you to know that whatever you want, you can have it. The only rule to this is that you must do what lights you up and we're going to dive into that with last night's experiences and i have like some special stuff to look over with you today. Ah, uh, i just i feel good. I feel empowered. I hope you feel the vibes through the your ears, okay? I hope you feel it. But basically, let me let me talk a little bit about last night and like why it was so important for me as an individual and for anybody that wants to prove it to themselves that they can have it too. is Last night we did this live stream and I'd kind of been planning for it. I had this idea, I think, back in like maybe November of last year, 2020. I was like, yo, it might have been December because I've like toyed with the idea for a while, but I kind of have to rewind there before we can talk about last night. So I had this idea that I, and I mean, if you really want to get technical, I've had this idea for even longer than that. I've had the idea to do new moon streams for probably almost three years. Like I was doing, if y'all are unfamiliar with Twitch, it's a streaming platform. People think that it's just video games, but it's not. There are people that do cooking. There are tarot card readers. There are like anything that you could probably think of, except for like anything that's against Twitch's terms of service, um, Anything that you could possibly think of people are doing it on Twitch. Like there's podcasters there. I've even thought about doing live podcasting before. Um, there's there's so much. If you've never joined Twitch, just to even see if there's something in your niche that you would want to watch someone do, I would highly encourage you to do it. Even if you don't go to like follow me, this is literally just a go check out Twitch sometime if you have a certain like hobby that's eclectic or something that you're into, even if it's a game that you're into. I think Twitch is really known for games and gameplay but there are so many, like I said, so many other things on Twitch and they're sorted by category, by game, by um, there's like different tags you can search as well. So beautiful place to go. If you're looking for a community to join, like, and it's free, like you don't have to subscribe or pay money into Twitch to be a part of it. It's free unless you want to like support a streamer, then you can subscribe or donate or do whatever, but those are not requirements for most people's communities. So (laughs) <laughs> About three years ago, I had this idea, and I was streaming at the time. This was back in like 2019, 20. Yeah, I would say like 2018, 2019. I actually did some streaming. I, and I mean, I've been streaming since like 2016. So I've been doing streaming for a while, but I, I did some streaming that was really in alignment with what I did last night. I did some streaming where I was like teaching magic to people. I d- I've done streaming where we would set intentions together. The problem with these streams, in my opinion, from an entre- one entrepreneur to all y'all was the audience was just wrong. Like, not everyone. There are definitely people that are still a part of my community today that have followed me for the long haul. And those people are so near and dear and precious to my heart because they were really there to support me as an individual, as a human, not as what I could do for them. Which, don't get me wrong, it's not wrong to want to support people because they are giving you a service. I think that's how a lot of our world operates. And it's good to give to others. I feel good giving to others. I'm not trying to shade on that. What I'm saying is that like there are some people that have carried through but for the most part the audience was wrong and what I mean by that is back in 2019 I was still like one foot in one foot out on gaming there was still like all of y'all know if you've been listening to the podcast for a long time this is the Chloe Taylor starter pack okay had a gaming channel that flopped that's like a huge part of my starter pack (laughs) (laughs) is like if you were chloe taylor and you wanted to start on that you have to have a like mildly successful gaming career and then have it flop (laughs) and i can say that it flopped because i'm the person who created it and ultimately the way that i define my own personal success it flopped i know a lot of people probably see that today and y'all still don't think i'm a flop but i'm telling you from my own version of what success looks like for me as an individual it was a flop. So. Um, I wouldn't even say it was mild success. I shouldn't put myself down. Like I would say I hit like pretty moderate success in my gaming career. Like I got invited to go do things with electronic arts, which was like a dream come true. So it's not like nothing ever happened. And I got like Twitch partner out of it and stuff. So like a lot of good things came from that. However, when I started streaming in 2019, I was really lost. I had one foot in gaming, one foot in spirituality. I really wanted to be doing spirituality and psychology content full time because I had gone through a dark night of the soul for the last two years and I was a different person. I'm a different person now than I was back then. And in it, like, don't get me wrong, there are still certain things that are similar about me. I think my personality has really carried in a lot of ways. But I have just transformed. You know, when I first started gaming, I was 22 years old and I'm about to be 30 next month. So in eight years, you tra- you change a lot. Now, I don't think it's necessarily age that makes people change. I think it's the experiences that you've had. And In the course of eight years, a lot of things happened. I mean, the most significant thing, my sister passed away in 2017. And I talk about this all the time because it was a pivotal moment in my life that really shifted my perspective. Like I literally, it was like a night and day light switch. Like I was living on autopilot, doing everything a certain way. And then my sister passed away and every single thing that I had ever done in my life, I like at least in my adult life and in my current career at the time was coming into question because it was almost like I went from being on autopilot, just kind of going through the motions to being fully aware and conscious like overnight. And obviously, I shouldn't say this was like an overnight process. It was kind of a rude awakening, but it allowed me to make a lot of really hard decisions at the time. And so at this time, when I started streaming tarot, manifestation, spirituality, it wasn't really popular amongst my community. Now, I'm not trying to say that like nobody showed up for this stuff. There was probably like 60 to 70 people that would come to stream. Sometimes it was as low as like 30, which I... Again, I want to put a disclaimer on those numbers. I am giving you actual numbers that were on my stream, but that doesn't mean that if you're a streamer and your numbers are higher or lower than that, like don't compare yourself to me. This was me. I was used to having streams that had an upwards of 200 plus people always engaged. So to show up and try to do spirituality content and have 30 people show up was devastating. Like, I was like, what am I doing wrong? Why aren't people here for this? I don't get it. And it was ultimately because the community that I had built in gaming, some of them were really supportive and loved the spirituality content. But a lot of people, it was just me trying to merge two halves of myself. I mean, if I want, like, if I'm gonna be so blunt, like Aries Mercury, we're here for the blunt, we're here for the tea, we're not Willy Wonka, we don't sugarcoat shit here. Um, you know, when to be quite honest with you, I wasn't embracing my highest potential. And that's really what it was about. I wasn't embracing my highest potential. And because I was half in half out, I was getting half in half out results. And I was devastated. I was devastated. I was used to honestly being in the spotlight a lot. I had built a career from early 2016 as like mid 2016 up until 2019 watched it rise and watched it fall really hard. And, it was devastating. There's no other way to put it. It was it was devastating. And I didn't know what to do. There was a huge part of me that was terrified that was like, Chloe, you've made all the wrong choices. You have to stick it out with gaming. You've built this whole thing. You have to stay like you have to stop pushing the spirituality content. It's not what people want to see. And this is why I feel like I'm so happy that we are in an Aquarius Saturn transit right now. I am an Aquarius Saturn placement. I am currently going through my first Saturn return. And so far, like I'm getting the chills because it's, I feel like I am in alignment with where I'm supposed to be. And so far, knock on wood, (laughs) so far, it's been like nothing but blessings. And I love that for me. I'm not saying that the hard lessons aren't coming or they're not going to be part of this, but I feel like because I was already working so hard to be in alignment with where I wanted to be so far, the transit has been really beautiful for me. A lot of good things have come out of it, but I'm so happy that we are in an Aquarius Saturn transit right now for the next couple of years, because Aquarius, what does that stand for? It is authenticity. And so when we talk about the digital age, because Aquarius also rules technology and the internet, having Saturn here in this digital amazing technological age we are seeing creators and I I predicted this shit you well you can't look cuz I think it's private now but when my old Twitter for coffee my gaming channel was open I predicted this I said y'all just wait like y'all creators that are not in the pursuit of your authenticity Trust me when I tell you, you have to start making that shift because if you're not being authentic to yourself, people are going to start to see immediately through it. And I'm seeing it even in the bigger creators, like somebody I really like watching on YouTube um, is Alicia Marie. Her content I think is just funny. I followed her for a long time. I kind of go in and out of phases of watching her and Remy, her best friend, but she has actually talked about this. Like on her YouTube channel recently, she put out a video and talked about this, how like people want to see real life. People want to see authenticity. And I was like, yes, it's literally because we are in an airy Saturn transit. Like authenticity is the number one right now. And I love that for all of us. So uh, with this really like heavy Saturn Aquarian energy we've got going on, um, I feel like I was just like a I don't want to be that person that's like, oh, my God, I was ahead of the curve. But I feel like in a way I was ahead of the curve, but it was very scary for me. And I mean, we could also talk about for days that financially it was a really big struggle. That was probably the hardest part as a Taurus son, like finances when – All my Tauruses that are listening, y'all can't stand to be broke. And I know it because I'm a Taurus. So we can't handle being broke. We don't know what to do with that energy. It drives us up the wall. It's all we will think about. So like going through that heavy transit for myself or transition, not transit, that heavy transition, um, I wasn't following what lit me up. I was like a little bit, but again, I was half in half out. And so last night, I want to kind of like dial into that. Last night, I went live on my Twitch channel, and like I said, I'd had this idea like three years ago. Oh, no, I didn't finish that part of the story. I'm sorry. She's a Gemini moon. She's a mess. (laughs) She's messy. So um, about three years ago, I'd had this idea that I wanted to do like new moon streams. I thought about full moon streams, too, and I might have even done some full moon streams. I don't remember 100%, but I'd had this idea several years ago that I wanted to do new moon manifesting. And I did a couple streams with that, like I did new moon streams and we would just like get together with my community, but like hardly anyone showed up for it. And when I tell you, I put so much effort into these streams, like I would plan these streams for hours, I would come up with full lesson plans, I would teach people about the different chakras, the different like, we did tarot school on stream one time, I know a lot of y'all that follow me now that maybe didn't back then, might be sad that maybe you missed out on that, because a lot of those things aren't even available anymore. Like, I never saved them. So like I already did free tarot school on Twitch. I did manifestation class. Like it was basically me just teaching stuff and like spirituality stuff, but nobody was showing up for it because I didn't have a community that was invested in that. And it honestly got to the point where I just burnt out because I felt like I was going underappreciated. Like I felt like I was spending way too much time planning all this stuff out And just not really being compensated for it. Now, don't get me wrong. I do think when you are creating, you shouldn't come from the place of the expectation of money. I do think it is important to understand that you do deserve to be paid well for the things that you create. Especially when you're following your true north or what lights you up. But sometimes that takes time. And it's also a big reflection of how you feel internally is based on what is going to happen externally. And at that time, I didn't have a lot of confidence in what I was doing. I was really just kind of putting feelers out for things that I enjoyed, but I had no idea if other people would be receptive. And I think because I also didn't harbor my own self-confidence at that time, and I was just in the middle of two communities, like one that hadn't really been built, and one that was really well established that had nothing to do with this kind of content. Um, It just led to like an inner war with myself. And it was also hard because on top of that, as I mentioned, finances were hard. My husband was the only person that was working. If you want to get technical, I was working, but I wasn't making any money. Like my streams, I was lucky to get a payout every month. Um, YouTube, I went from making like a full-time living wage to making maybe $200 a month, which I know for a lot of people that would be like, such a blessing. I'm not trying to downplay that. Like I understand that even just being able to put gas in my car was a blessing. But when you're used to that kind of career fully supporting you and your household, losing that income is devastating. However, I do kind of want to throw an extra little nugget in here that I am someone that I will live like I will live well below my means before I will ever go to a nine to five. And I'm not trying to shit on people that work nine to fives. Obviously, if you're thriving, if you're happy, if that's what lights you up, that is exactly where you're supposed to be. But I learned really early on in my life, thankfully, I think from like age 21 to 23. So I spent about two years being miserable in and out of call centers. Like, I worked call center desk jobs. I would come home in tears every single day. I don't know how anybody does work like that. I am just – I'm a highly sensitive person, and – I can't handle people yelling at me all day. Like it just, it's not an area where I truly thrive. I'm not good at hearing people be at their like emotional heightened states and being able to talk them down when it's not about them, if that makes sense. Like I'm really good at de-escalating situations when I'm there to support someone emotionally. I think that I like really have the capacity to do that. But when it comes to like somebody just screaming at me because their bill is really high because they ran the payment up when they signed the contract and knew the shit, like I I just can't. Like being blamed for shit that's not my fault. Like I just, I don't know how people do it. I don't. Like call me whatever you want, but I was not willing to spend another day in that kind of lifestyle. I couldn't do it. I could not hack it. And I don't think that's a weakness on my end. Like I said, I think that, Those kinds of jobs are not for everyone. And for me, I was just like, nah, I can't be doing this. This is miserable. And I didn't even necessarily set out to be an entrepreneur. It just kind of happened. And I don't really want to talk about that today because that really, I mean, technically it could be a part of this story because it's a very similar story, but I don't want to focus on that aspect today. So, mind you, I've had this idea for several years. That's the point I'm trying to get to. (laughs) She talks a lot. Uh mind you, I've had this idea for like three years and I told myself in like November, I think last year that I was like, you know, I really do want to do this. I think this is a good idea. But I'd kind of told myself like, I don't really want to start anything until Aries season. Aries season is the start of the Zodiac New Year. I want to start with Aries season. And if this is something that I decide to keep doing for my community, then that's what I will do. Now, I want to throw this in here for streaming in general. Most people that want to be like full-time streamers, you are not going to do it the way that I'm doing it. (laughs) Like there is such a different method to the madness when you're wanting to be like full-time Twitch career. It's different. You're going to want to put way more time and energy into it. For me, I'm a full time YouTuber first. That's my like first line. Then I would say that I am a podcaster, even though my podcast literally makes me no money at this point. Um, I just really enjoy doing it and I like showing up to be here. But um, podcasting, I feel like, is like my secondary thing. I'm a podcast host and then I am a streamer. Like streaming is like my very last thing. And I feel like that kind of shows in my communities as well. Like I have my largest... Uh, pumpkin patch community shows up for YouTube. The podcast does like lots of you really do watch the podcast or listen to the podcast, sometimes watch it. Sometimes there's videos of these two. And streaming was kind of like this thing that I'd never really tried with my community. In January, I did a little bit of streaming, but I did gameplay once again. And people definitely showed up for it. But it was a very different, again, it was me trying to bridge two communities. And though I think that's cool, like, it's good to do niche stuff like, oh, you're into spirituality and gaming that's super freaking cool but ultimately gaming somewhere in the last like let's see let's see 2016 17 18 19 20 20, somewhere in the last five years it stopped lighting me up I don't know exactly when it happened I would say probably sometime in 2017 late 2017 so not even two years into my career I stopped being lit up by gaming but I kept going until literally I think I still uploaded videos in 2020 like This is why it's so important to follow what lights you up. So last night, the new moon in Aries is coming up, right? And I guess I should also put that in here too. If my friend Kate is listening, you're such a queen. I love you. You're a beautiful pumpkin and we love a fall witch bitch, okay? Also another streamer who is fabulous and one of my best friends in the whole world. But... Uh, she did like a full moon stream and this is important to the story. So bear with me. So she did a full moon stream. I think it might've been in like March, maybe February. I don't remember the exact moon. Maybe it was January's full moon. I don't know. The point being is she did a tarot reading stream and this was so like, Kate, if you really are listening to this, I hope this warms your whole soul because, I know I said this to you directly, queen, but this, I needed to see this. This was such an important, pivotal moment for me and why I decided to keep going. Like you, you never know who you're inspiring along your path. This is another reason to follow what lights you up because if you're doing what lights you up, other people notice that and they believe that they also have the power to do what lights them up. It's very important for us as communally, like as people This is why this story that I'm about to tell you right now. So I went to my friend Kate's full moon stream. She's doing tarot card readings and she's reading out of the book, like just like the tarot booklet that came with the book. Cause she's, she does read tarot. She's fabulous at it, uh, but hadn't quite learned one of her decks yet. I believe one of the decks, maybe two of them. I don't know. Um, It was, it's been a hot minute, but seeing her do this, be uncomfortable and a little out of her element but doing it anyway because it was something she enjoyed and wanted to share with her community I feel like I needed to see this because hello 10th house Virgo placement problems if y'all didn't know astrologically your 10th house is what rules your career and your public image I am a 10th house in Virgo Virgo is very analytical and very perfectionist minded And that's what I bring to the table. This is why, like, everything I create is polished. I always go 10 more steps than I need to. And that's that's just me. That's what I bring to the table. I'm disappointed in myself if something isn't done to perfection. And this is great sometimes, but other times this is also detrimental to my mental health. And I will openly admit that. Being a perfectionist has its perks, but it also has its serious drawbacks. And... Seeing my wonderful Virgo friend, that is a Virgo son, show up authentically, admit that she doesn't know every single like card description, but is willing to look at the book and help people give people readings. I needed this. I always feel like in order to do something live and not curated, I have to make it so perfect. And even this podcast is a little imperfect. I don't usually edit it. I just kind of put the intro and the outro on, put it together, put it up, maybe put a description together if I've got the time. Like it's, it's probably one of my projects that is less perfected. I very little editing, like I said, goes into it. But with this podcast, like, or no, with this stream, seeing my friend go out there and not try to be perfect and just admit, hey, this is where I'm at, but I still want to do it. I needed this. Because being a perfectionist on my end, I was always like, Ugh, I can't do tarot live, because what if I say something wrong? Or what if somebody comes in and says something really shitty to me? Like, I don't know how I'm going to handle it. And it was always rooted in me needing external validation. That's something else that's like a whole other topic for another time. But external validation is something that a lot of our society runs on, unfortunately. And it's something that we need to continue, myself included, I'm speaking directly to myself here, um, continue to cultivate inner validation. Like, words of affirmation are lovely. And I do think that we need those from people that we love and care about. But if you can give yourself those words of love and affirmation and actually get yourself to start believing them, oh my God, you're a powerhouse. Like not I'm not saying like don't connect with others don't tell them what you're up to but like with that perfectionist mindset of mine it was very rooted in what if I flop and what if people see it and it was like rooted and I was afraid that other people were just gonna like put me down basically for doing something for my community or doing it in a non-perfect way and so seeing her do this it just inspired me. Like it lit me up on the inside. I was like, oh my God, this beautiful, lovely human is is just doing the damn thing. And if she can do it, that means I can do it. Like that's kind of the attitude that arose in me. If she can do it, I can do it. Like I I can do this. And so seeing – and on top of that, like I had been streaming a little bit. But I really didn't want to be there. I didn't want to be there to game. I don't even know what I was doing. And seeing somebody that wanted to be there, that was lit up to be there, I was like, wow, I really have to start showing up to streaming if I'm going to stream in a way that lights me up. Because if I'm not lit up, like, I don't even want to bring any other energy to the table. I want to bring what this girl is bringing to the table right now. And it was just so inspiring. And it totally shifted everything I wanted to do with my stream. And as I started to say a little bit earlier, if you're trying to be career Twitch, I would not recommend following what I'm doing. I don't think that my path is the wrong way to do it. I also think having a YouTube community behind you that supports you is a beautiful thing. And if you love YouTube and that's like the type of creation you want to do, then go for it. I would never discourage anyone. But I also feel like if streaming is really where you want to be, Like, I am doing something that is very, like, not the typical for Twitch. Like, I am streaming one time a month. I am opening a queue for readings. And I'm not there to, like, gain popularity. I'm not there to make a living. I'm not there to... Any, like, other kind of goal with Twitch. I would say I'm there to grow a community. But there's no, like... The only goal for me in my stream and well, for our stream, really, if you decide to come um, for our stream is that I want to give back to my community. That's why I'm there. I give free readings when I do it. I also do Zodiac readings. And that's the only reason I'm there as an incentive to the community that I've already built. I'm not there to try to get people to sub. I'm not there to get people to try to donate. I'm not there for people to pay my bills. Like, don't get me wrong. I think if those are goals that you have more power to you. However, that's not how I use my stream. And again, that's no shame on anybody that does. For me, it's just not where I'm putting all of my focus because ultimately streaming again is not my number one. So the reason I'm bringing all this up is last night I streamed and it was the first one we've ever done like this. And I expected like Maybe a hundred people would show up. I was like, okay, like I feel like on a high end, I could probably expect about a hundred people. Like I think that that's that's valid. Like I'm giving out free readings. I never do this. I don't. I don't charge. Like I don't let people come to me and buy readings. So maybe a hundred people will come because when I've done gaming streams in the past with this community, like not very many people showed up. So I was like, you know, maybe a hundred people. There might be like a little escalation. No. <laughs> For most, I'm gonna say like 80% of my stream, there were like 250 plus people there for the whole time. The chat was exploding. It was very hard to keep up, um, which I loved it. I thrive in an environment like that. Um But I got to get like really personal with so many of you. I gave out, I think in total Like the Zodiac readings, so that was 12. Then I did a set of 15 readings and then a set of seven readings. So what is that? 27. It was like 34 readings in total for a five and a half hour period. It was a lot. I was very tired by the end of everything. But I need y'all to understand the reason this was so big for me is It's really easy to get in your own head when you're a creator, even if you're not a creator and you're just like, maybe you do something in your spare time that's really special to you, but nobody else ever like notices. Now this does kind of go back to the external validation, which I want all of you, myself included, (laughs) to be careful with that because Always craving external validation also says that you're not giving it to yourself enough. And it's very important to cultivate internal validation because when you cultivate internal validation, the external automatically comes the moment you stop wanting it. And I know it's so paradoxical. This universe is made of paradox. Uh, But it was so gratifying because I've been building this community the pumpkin patch as we call it I have been building this community for about four years if you want to get technical yes really last year was the big like we really got a lot of new community members last year and we built the podcast last year like we've expanded a lot over the course of 2020 we expanded a lot However, I've really been building this since about 2017. Yeah, about 2017, I've been building this. And it just felt like I could cry. (laughs) I don't need that external validation. I really don't. Like I have done everything by myself for so long and I've been through such hardship as an entrepreneur, losing an entire community and then having to rebuild from almost nothing that I don't really need that external validation. I've gotten to a place where I know how to validate myself and I know how to just go for things. I know how to follow what lights me up and every single time it has led me to success every single time. So I know I have truth in this because I've witnessed it for myself. However, doing that stream, putting myself out there in a way that I have never really done before. I've never let people just come in and ask questions. I've done like card pulls before, but never like this. And also doing a whole stream that all we did was talk about spirituality, psychology, astrology. That was it. That's all we did. I did not leave the tarot reading sec- sector at all. I didn't have to do gaming. I didn't feel like I had to go out of my realm and do something else. I was fully in my element, embracing the things that I love the most. And y'all just fucking showed up. Like, I just, I feel like I know that people are inspired by the work that I do. That's why people listen to the podcast. That's why people come and watch the YouTube videos. That's why we have the community that we do. But When you don't have a boss or anybody coming up behind you to be like, hey, good job. Keep up the good work. And nobody is like saying it directly to you. Now, don't get me wrong. Of course, there are beautiful people in the comments that do this. Um, The comments can also be really brutal. So I kind of had to be careful with my energy around that in my YouTube section. But getting to see that live and having live feedback, it just... It just, like, I felt like everything that I have worked so hard for all came to, like, this huge moment of, like, all I can compare this to is, like, hiking the top of a really tall fucking mountain. (laughs) And this hike is brutal, okay? It's steep, you're sweaty, you're hot, you're covered in dirt, you're still going because you know That when you get to that point, when you get to that crest, there is going to be this amazing view that just takes your breath away. And I feel like that was what this experience was like. Doing this stream was that moment of looking out over the top of that mountain and just letting the view take my breath away. And I haven't experienced that in my career probably ever. Because even when I did gaming, even when I did really incredible things and I got to places that I felt like were really good for me, I felt like I didn't deserve it. I felt so unworthy of everything that was being given to me. And I didn't know how to make myself feel worthy at the time because I wasn't there yet. I hadn't expanded my consciousness to that level of being able to just be in the the moment of receiving. And this was different I felt like where I am is exactly where I'm supposed to be. I'm very in alignment with my purpose and my calling. I'm very much in this community for this community. I'm in it for the right reasons, which are very in alignment with my own values. And we did that. Like, I'm not trying to cry, but like we did that. Like, I just, I can't even express to you knowing four years ago, that this same desk that I am sitting at recording this podcast, I used to crawl under this desk and cry because I didn't know what to do with my life. I was like, I'm so lost. I'm so stuck. I'm so unmotivated. I'm so uninspired. I don't know where I'm going. I am just literally putting one foot in front of the other and walking into the dark. Knowing that I have done that at this desk and then four years later, knowing that I could be where I am today, it, it, like it's just mystifying. And I know that it's probably not hitting anybody the same way. And Maybe if you're an empath, <laughs> but to experience that firsthand is just so I do want to say thank you all again for anybody that did show up to that stream. It was so magical. I'm definitely going to do one for the Taurus new moon. Uh, we may do one other one between now and then, uh, don't hold me to that. I'm not making any like official plans yet. It was very, very, very exhausting spending my energy that way. It was so gratifying, but I was very tired by the end of the night. Uh, my voice is still a little rough today. <laughs> I'm not used to talking for five and a half hours straight, even though I'm an Aries Mercury, she needs a break sometimes. Um, so beautiful. Now, I want to share a couple of things with you. So I want to read this to you. I actually asked my guides to give us something that we could really... Really, kind of like drill this following what lights you up and why it's so important. And so, we're going to be pulling today from Light is the New Black by Rebecca Campbell. This is one of my favorite books. If you are going through a dark night of the soul and you just need like a spark of motivation to get moving again, this is a book that I would highly encourage you to pick up. I will link it down below for you. So, Um, This is one of those books that you can read it cover to cover, or you can just use it as like a divination tool. You can open it randomly to any page and it will have a beautiful message for you. So I want to read technically two pages from this. So um, this is, if you have the book, uh, this is page 133 and it says, what lights you up? The things you are passionate about, passionate about are not random. They are your calling. We light up the world by following what lights us up. What lights you up will be completely different from what lights me up. There are no wrong paths, no whooping mistakes, no complete day-to-day life etched into stone by the big G. <laughs> What's the big G? I'm confused. Oh, okay, I got it. By the big G. We are here to share the unique gifts that we are that we all possess. There is no big secret to uncover, no contract that says you will do X, after that you will do Y, and straight after that you will do Z. We don't discover our soul calling, we uncover it by following the trail of, th- the trail of things that lights us up, and then lose ourselves in the doing. If you love smelling flowers, smell, smell flowers. If you love writing, start writing. If you love organizing events, put on a show. If you love making art, get out the pastels. If you love raw food, start chopping. If you love taking pictures, snap happy. If you love dancing to classical music with a beat, give me a a high kick. Don't feel like you can only do one thing. Give your multidimensional soul what it craves. Do them all. Don't do it for a reason or an end goal. Do it because you love doing it follow it without knowing where it will lead. When you follow what you love, the universe will pick up on your expanded feelings and send you more things to match your newly found expansion. Following the things that lit me up, I discovered that I loved taking photos, making things beautiful, surrounding myself with nature, but mostly sharing the whispers of my soul through writing. I wasn't writing to tell someone anything, I was writing to feel connected with my soul. I gave myself permission to play with these things every single day, not because I wanted to create something in particular, but just because I let myself play. One day, while walking in Holland Park, I heard my soul whisper and wrote it down in my moleskin with my favorite black sharpie. I then took a beautiful photo of me holding the notebook with my big turquoise ring in the shot and some peonies in the background. I posted the pic onto Instagram with a bunch of words that came flowing through me. I wasn't writing for someone else. I was writing for myself. I felt light, energized, expanded, and such joy. So I did it again the next day. And the next and the next before I knew it, I had stumbled into what I call Rebecca thoughts, which I well, hashtag Rebecca thoughts, which I post regularly on my social media and blog writing. These is such a huge pleasure. I could do it for hours and hours on end. When I write them, I go into the place where time does not exist. I close or I lose myself and a higher presence steps in anyway, hashtag Rebecca thoughts, then turned into my free instant guidance Oracle on my website. Over time, after showing up with this joyful practice every day, my own unique writing style started to emerge, and so I wrote every day, for 10 minutes at first, then 20, then 30, then for hours on end. I started getting paid to write channeled hashtag Rebecca thoughts for other people. I continued to show up and they turned into the chapters of this book. What started as a five-minute bit of play for the pure enjoyment of it is now a full-time job, and it only emerged because I kept following what lit me up without being attached to an outcome." So that, and then there's one little other, this one's tiny, uh, one little thing that I want to add to this. The next one is called what, or will it light you up? Run my dear, from anything that may not strengthen your precious budding wings. Every decision we make either takes us closer or further away from ourselves. Often it's hard to tune into the subtle energy, but deep down everything is either a yes or a no feel good feel good or feel not as good, brightness or darkness, avoidance or coming home. So the reason I wanted to read those passages to you is because I really am that person. I really do believe when you stand in your own authenticity, you empower everyone around you to do the same. And the only way you're ever going to stand in your own authenticity is by doing that which lights you up. Doing this stream This has been a compound of me learning over the last four years so I could get to this place. And I want to kind of take you through a small like trail of that or just a a Cliff Notes version, if you will. I started in 2018, technically. I remember the spring of 2018, so about three years ago. Four years, because I do feel like the decline of my previous community was part of it, but the part where I started to put the steps in motion has taken about three years. In spring of 2018, I was cleaning, as we do, spring cleaning, and my very first tarot deck that I had ever purchased, I found it while I was cleaning, and I started reading tarot for myself. I started reading for myself and I already knew how to read, but I wasn't necessarily proficient at it. I hadn't learned every little bit that I felt like would get me to the point of being able to read for others confidently. I don't feel like I will ever know it all, but I definitely didn't, like I was still using the book. I was relying heavily on the book for these (laughs) and I started reading for myself And I loved it so much. I got so much out of it. I loved reading for myself. And I also really loved getting outside and sitting in the sun every day. Usually in the morning with my coffee, I would sit in the sun and I would sing to my plants that I had started growing. I was growing an herb garden, which I need to start doing again this year because we're finally at that time where I think herbs could thrive in this weather, uh, at least where I live. I would sing to my herb garden. I would put my crystals out with my herb garden, read my tarot cards. I would journal about it. I made this really beautiful spiritual morning routine. And I did this every single day. This was my time in the morning. And I think I needed it at the time. My sister had passed the previous year, late in the year. And I was definitely still grieving. And this was the thing that I started doing to bring myself back to center. And this was such a beautiful practice that I shared it with one of my friends that had come to visit and then they started doing it too. And we kind of had like it, it blossomed our friendship in a totally new way. Like we connected on such a deep, we already connected on deep levels, but my friend Hillary, if y'all don't know her, we used to run a podcast together called twin flames. Um, She is an incredible light to this world. And I'm so blessed that she is my best friend, but um, she was the person I shared it with and we would like do this together. And then it turned into us when she went back home, uh, after visiting, we started doing this together sometimes during the week over Skype, which turned into FaceTime. <laughs> and, um, you know, we would do this together and it was a bonding experience, but I learned more about myself. And then during that same time, I bought a new tarot deck because I decided I really wanted to learn tarot. I enjoyed this so much. I wanted to know more. So I bought another tarot deck and I started making tarot flashcards and I started teaching myself the symbolism. And then when I learned about the symbolism, I started teaching myself about the colors. I started teaching myself about chakras and how colors can correspond to those chakra points. I started teaching myself about planets in astrology. I started teaching myself about the signs. I started um, the signs of astrology, the zodiac signs. I started teaching myself about the houses. I started teaching myself about transits. And like one thing just kind of led to another little area that I wanted to get invested in. I also got into witchcraft around the same time because everything I was experiencing really aligned with the ideals of, honestly, I would say if I was going to like. call myself something. Um, I align with a lot of pagan beliefs, even though I don't really think I am a pagan. I definitely align with a lot of the traditions of paganism. Um, There's another word that I can't think of what it's called right now for some reason. Um, Jalisa talked about it though on her Instagram. I can't remember what it's called, but it's basically like the idea that God is everything, but also God doesn't exist. Like it's, it's like the idea that everything is like a divine source energy. And that's where everything comes from. And like, we're like, I don't even know how to explain it. There is a definition and I can't think of the freaking word. Um, But basically I got like really in tune with my own spirituality at that time. And it was just such like, I was really hurting at that time, of course, but so much of me expanded at that time too, which was just beautiful. Oh, it's called pantheism, which is a doctrine which identifies God with the universe or regards the universe as a manifestation of God. And, um, there's also like pantheism is the doctrine that the universe conceived of as a whole is God and co- conversely, that there is no God, but the combined substance forces and laws that are manifested in the existing universe. So that's like, I would say probably the most accurate way to describe my belief system is pantheism. But anywho, I really got like deep into that. And it was so beautiful and gratifying for me. And so then I started doing like spiritual stuff in my gaming career. I started doing things like the Lunar Zodiac Challenge and the Sims. And I started doing um, – I did the Solar Zodiac Challenge. And I met new people in the spiritual communities. And it was just like a really beautiful, interesting time for me to learn all these new things about myself. And um, eventually I started therapy as well. And that was a beautiful thing for me. I started studying psychology, which was beautiful for me, like it just led into all of these different things that I loved. And then I started doing Chloe Taylor at some point. I don't even remember the exact day. And I started just doing what I loved, which was like, I liked vlogging. I liked doing recipes. I still love cooking. I still want to do more recipe work on YouTube. I just don't know how I want to do it yet. (laughs) Um, I started doing more cooking. I started introducing magic. I started doing daily card pulls because that was what I was really invested in at the time. Um... And I at one point I eventually started doing pick a cards and that was what like really blew up on my channel and then it like bled into all these other things you know we have a podcast now we have so like all of this stuff just built over time it was little things that I started learning and I loved this stuff so much that I was truly following what lit me up and that's where I am now today and. The next thing I want to say about following what lights you up, if you're like still not convinced and you're like, no, I have to work a 95. If I don't do this, I'm going to be struggle busting it forever. And like, I can't do that. I want to remind you of something that I said to stream yesterday. And that is think of yourself. If you are going to go to a doctor, Eastern medicine, Western medicine, whatever, holistic health, whatever kind of doctor you would go to, imagine you're going to go to a doctor and this doctor is lit up by being a doctor. They love being a doctor. They love helping people. They're full of empathy. They literally have the embodiment of magical healing. Like they just, they it's, it's their calling and they truly heal people both physically, but their energy is even just like magnetic and very healing. And imagine being seen by a physician like that versus seeing a doctor that absolutely hates their career, doesn't want to be there, doesn't want to be in that position, hates going in every day, is miserable, writes you know, writes you prescriptions begrudgingly, um, doesn't listen to you, doesn't even allow you to self-advocate. Think about, like, which doctor would you rather have? Wouldn't you rather have a doctor that is in a field because they're lit up for being there, like they love being there so much? That's what I'm saying. It is in your best interest and the world's best interest that you do what really lights you up. Don't worry about how am I going to make money from this? You know, I think in society, we're coming around to the idea, but... A lot of us have come from parents that were told, you can't be creative. You can't be an artist because that doesn't make money. And it's because they were raised by parents from the Great Depression era that those things didn't make money super well at the time. And a lot of people struggled, but we're not in that time now. And there are so many different ways that you can call those things in if you just follow what lights you up. I am a living, breathing example. I know what it feels like. To literally be in poverty, to not know where my next meal is coming from, to not have the privilege of phone service because it keeps getting cut off, to be cut off from my family at the same time. Like it just, I know what it feels like to feel like there is no way out and everything is just like inescapable. But I promise when you start taking those small steps to do what lights you up, You will find the path. It's not about finding the path in a day. It's not about planning the path in a day. It's about putting one foot in front of the other and taking a walk in the dark if you have to. And following the light, following what lights you up. Because if you just do that thing, you will be led to the greater picture. It just takes time and ultimately it's in your better interest to follow what lights you up because as you do that and trust in the process, even if you're unsure, if you're scared, it doesn't mean that you're not trusting the process. If you do nothing, that is not trusting the process, but even just taking an action and doing something that you love. That is trusting the process that is showing self-trust with yourself, which I believe is one of the most important things we can cultivate in this life because we are surrounded by culture, at least in America, for sure, (laughs) that perpetuates us, us not trusting ourselves and being severely confused. So we just constantly buy products from everyone. That's a whole other conversation for a whole other time as well. But, you know, cultivating that self-trust doing what lights you up and just not trying to have the answers right now. I know it's hard. It's hard to hold that discomfort. I know from personal experience, my experience might not be exactly like your experience. But I promise today, I challenge you, do something that lights you up. It doesn't mean that you have to spend eight hours doing it. If you have the time, do that. If you don't, 10 minutes, do something that lights you up today. And then do what you can to incorporate that thing every day into your life. If it lights you up, it's not going to feel like a chore. That's how you know that it's the thing that lights you up because it won't feel like a chore. It'll feel like something you really love doing. Allow yourself to have that and just trust yourself, believe in yourself. And I know I can say those things. It does take time to cultivate if we struggle with those things, which I definitely have. Um, It takes time to cultivate those things, but trust yourself enough today to try to do something that lights you up and only for yourself, not because somebody else is going to be proud of you, not because somebody else is going to say something nice to you about it. Just do what lights you up and go for it. Like with my stream, I love doing that. I love being in my element. I love talking about astrology. I love talking. (laughs) She's an Aries Mercury with a Gemini moon. She loves to talk. Um, you know, I love talking. I love communicating with others. I love teaching others. I love helping others. That really is something that is truly, I feel called to do is to help other people. And that's why I do what I do. So I feel really lit up in doing that. So follow what lights you up. And that is where I'm going to leave y'all today. I hope this first episode of season two really gave you something to think about. If you're not sure what lights you up, I would also encourage you to ask yourself, what are like five to 10 things that you enjoy doing? And if you're not sure, try some new shit out, you know, go for a walk, pick up a book, um, go on a deep dive online on YouTube, click on your homepage. Don't go to your sub feed, go to your homepage and see what videos are being recommended to you. See what's out there that maybe is something that could give you some inspiration. Ask your guides. Literally, we can say it together right now. Ooh, I will. I'll say it for you. We'll talk about it together. Okay. <laughs> um, spirits and divine guidance of the highest love and compassion for anybody that needs a sign of something that they feel really called to and what lights them up. Allow them to find that sign today. Allow them to have access to something that creates that spark today. Ignite that. All right. So I really do believe when that's what I say, I get that from Gabrielle Bernstein, spirits of the highest love and compassion, spirits and guides of the highest love and compassion. I honestly say that anytime I ask my guides for something, and I really do believe when you ask your spirit team, your guides, your ancestors, they will deliver, like, usually more than you think. (laughs) You'll be like, oh, it might happen, whatever, but, like, it'll be in your face, like, two seconds later. So just pay attention. And uh, that's where I'm going to leave y'all today. Please do not forget my beautiful pumpkins. Check out the description box down below. That's where all of my goodies are going to be. If you want to see that stream pass broadcast, the book that I talked about today, any of those shenanigans, everything's going to be down below for you. And please do not forget when you stand up in your own authenticity, you empower everyone around you to do the same. I'll talk to you again next Tuesday. Bye.